Good Risings. What's up? It's Steph. The Good Risings podcast is a collection of six mini shows curated to give you a daily shot of inspiration, motivation, humor, relationship advice, and even astrology. You can choose to listen to one or all of the daily Good Risings offerings available on our feed. It's the perfect daily practice for anyone looking to lead a more intentional, mindful, and inspired life. Listen to Good Risings on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother Jonah. We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today. Who are extremely cool and chill, if I do say so myself. In our new podcast, How Did We Get Weird?, we'll talk about our favorite snacks, shows, and obsessions from growing up with some of your favorite comedians, musicians, and other A list celebrities. Sorry, we're major. Listen to How Did We Get Weird starting September 27th from Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, it's Megan Trainer, And I'm a big bro, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're starting a podcast. It's called Working On It. And we're working on just bettering ourselves overall as human beings. Listen, you're just going to get a behind the scenes look at our lives. We're just regular people. Just regular people in Hollywood. <laughs> we're going for it. Episodes drop every Wednesday. And we can't wait for you to listen. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts. And it's easy to see why. Listen to Working On It on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I, I'm just going to say, like, sometimes I meet someone my age, they got a full head of hair, and I'm like, they can't be too bright. Hello, and welcome to Bald Talk, the podcast in which two bald comedians interview bald comedians, actors, artists, really anyone who wanders up and happens to be bald about being bald. I am bald, and I am Brian Husky. And I am bald, and I'm Charlie Sanders. Brian, I'm glad to see you're still bald. Yeah, yeah. And Charlie, you know what? I have to say I'm very relieved that you are also bald. You know what? Charlie, let me just say this. Speaking of bald— Transition. This is a transition. This is a transition, and it's going well. And you didn't even notice it until we said transition. And if you hadn't heard that word, you wouldn't know I was transitioning. Brian, this week we have an amazingly bald guest who has also done a lot of work in showbiz over the years. Our guest has directed multiple episodes of over 30 different television shows, including 30 Rock, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, The Upright Citizens Brigade, Billions, Orange is the New Black, and of course, the most important television show <laughs> in the history of television. Ever. Weird City. What? <laughs> Shh, don't let him know what you sound like yet. Hold on. <laughs> he also directed many iconic music videos, including the Beastie Boys' Hey Ladies, the B-52's Love Shack, and Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Please welcome Adam Bernstein. Adam. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for the intro. No problem. Yeah. yeah that's I'd say it went pretty well. It wasn't stumbly at all. It was, no, it was not, not at all. Not my, my setup to it, everything. <laughs> and from here on out, it's just going to get better. Adam, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet nice. uh, Nice to have you be bald with us. <laughs> Great to be bald with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, right? I mean, have you ever been amongst some other bald dudes and sort of felt like a kinship or, uh, <laughs> you know, or like really uh, realize you're sort of like in a safe space? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, do you, is that word bald? I, I just wonder if the term bald is, seems kind of, it seems it triggers me a little bit. feels aggressive. <laughs> oh, yeah? What do you prefer? I, I don't like a hair challenge. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, we could say that. But, you know, 
you're very bald. Like you're full very on bald. bald. <laughs> like yeah. Bri- Brian's more on the hair challenge spectrum. You so, and I are just right. straight up bald. We were just bald. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, yeah. Get embrace well, it. Well, it's funny, you know, I mean, I, I, I would have to say like my, my primal, you know, seminal bald story, you know, it goes back to my dad who's like super bald. Like he was, uh-huh. I never saw my dad with hair. I've seen pictures of him with hair, but I think he got to be bald like in his, you know, 20s, his late 20s, perhaps. So, so from birth for you, he was bald. He was always yeah, just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Never saw him with hair. You guys were bald and, at the same time when you were a baby. And, then, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, and, and my mother always, you know, reassured me. She said, don't worry, you're not going to be bald because it comes down from the mother's side. <laughs> right. And my, you know, her father had like a robust head of hair. So she's like, don't worry, you know, you're safe. It's not going to happen. <laughs> she lied to you. It. Yeah. And I remember like there was some, like when I was like a little kid, like maybe five or seven, there was some type of family function, like in a backyard and all my real, all the male relatives Everyone there was bald. <laughs> You're like, I feel like I'm being gaslighted on the yeah, ball. Exactly. <laughs> They're all bald, and I started weeping. Really? Because <laughs> really? I was looking into my bald future. <laughs> and then maybe a couple of years when I was still like under 10, my dad took me to, he grew up in the Bronx, and he took me to like, I guess, the neighborhood deli with, with the pastrami sandwiches and this and that. He yeah, took me yeah. there. Every guy in the restaurant was bald. <laughs> They were all bald, and my father gave me a Dr. Brown's celery soda, and he said, drink up, it cures baldness. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you buy it? Did you? Yeah, I still drink it, but it hasn't been doing anything. <laughs> so anyway, so, like, I think I probably went bald, I think, like, in my early 30s, somewhere around 33, I started going seriously bald, and then I just started shaving my head. Once it was, like, halfway, I wasn't going to comb over Right. I wasn't going to live a lie. So I just started <laughs> shaving it at that point. I think around 33, I was well on my way to like really being bald. And then my mother, I was like, well, how about the whole thing with your dad? And she was like, I forgot I had an uncle who was really bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of pressure for a mom to like go back I into know. her genealogy and just like do, <laughs> do the work. You had to live that lie for you until you were old enough to know the truth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if around 33, you start going bald. Did this yeah. coincide by any chance with you directing the movie It's Pat? Yeah. <laughs> was yeah, that really what you were tra- doing? Two tragedies happened at the same time. <laughs> yeah, two was- tragic events in my life. Because <laughs> that is when you go and talk to a, like a dermatologist or something, they, sometimes they'll say, is it a Pat-related baldness? <laughs> like you can find out, you know, project-related. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they found that the, it's either genetic or I guess sometimes nervous disorder or being involved in a really bad SNL spinoff movie. <laughs> yeah. Those are like the three major causes. Of yeah, Broadway video induced uh, baldness, <laughs> baldness a lot of times is, is, a, is a big problem. So how fast, like, I, I'm always fascinated by um, people, the, the clip at which the baldness starts to happen. Because for me, it's been happening since I was 17. It's just been like the polar ice caps, like slowly melting. And now it's picking up in, oh. in, in kind with like climate change. But then, my, I, you know, I had a roommate when I was uh, in, living in New York who just within a year was just like, whoosh, just gone. Just gone. Um, yeah. 
So was yours pretty quick? Was it sort of accelerated by Pat? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been accelerated at that time. I think it was just sort of the writing was on the wall. You just sort of, there was just sort of like that hair shelf developed. Yep. <laughs> the hair kind shelf. Of forward. There was like the hair shelf. And then at a certain point, it just got too annoying. And I never really, you know, did anything with my hair. Like I was never very serious about it. It was always, when I had a lot of hair, it was like, a large, messy amount of hair. Yeah. Um, I can start pulling some yearbooks off the shelf and you can see me with real hair. Does that mm. help the podcast? <laughs> yeah, it sure. does. Yeah. 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 Like, we should check we should have checked the viability of your baldness before to sort of, you know. Before, yeah. Yeah, people get on here and they're faking it. They'll pull off a ba- a bald wig. Yeah, like, at the end the they pull a bald cap. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a shocker. They're, they're just trying to glom on to the whole thing. Yeah, they're trying to draft on draft out of this. <laughs> I got a question for you. So we've talked a lot on the podcast about being actors that are bald. Like we've talked about how they they make us sit in the hair chair for like 30 seconds, even though nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've directed a lot of commercials where it seems like the worst form of television production. What are some of, what's one of the craziest conversations you've had behind the camera about an actor's appearance? Oh, oh, and give names, by the way. Give <laughs> specific names. Is it, does it have to? It's related to baldness. No, anything at all. Just like when you've been like, listen, we're gonna have to shave that guy's mustache off or something like that. Because I know for a fact, like the the number of times the conversations are like, he's great, but he's bald. You know what I mean? Like, especially in commercials, it does come down to that because they're just like, ah, we can't sell anything without. I mean, it's so shiny. Husky was. I, we, we talk about this all the time. Husky was in a commercial with another bald guy, and they made Husky wear a wig because they could said they couldn't have two bald guys in a commercial. No. Yeah, really? and I was like the lesser. You know, the less he, he was much more established. Uh, so I think I had, <laughs> I had to carry carry the weight of the wig. Um, <laughs> And it was that awkward moment. They were both looking at us. They're like, okay, so they both, beards are cool. I, it's totally cool if they both have glasses. Mm. Oh, here's an idea. That's how they pitch it. Here's an idea. What if Brian had like a like a crazy wig on or something? We're like, oh, sure. And did you have to be fitted for the wig? Like it was a long process? Or yeah, they just, yeah, like, yeah. They just pulled yeah. it out. Yeah. No, no, they, 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 they brought the thing. They had a, a stylist come and work it. Uh, it looked pretty good, but I also, it's like kind of cheese ball looking, you know, but the people who are like, oh, you look good with hair. I did not trust them because I, I it, it's, it's the equivalent of this, the wig picture that you showed us, you know, to yeah. me, but to them, they're like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I, I wish I had a good bald related story, um, from set. You can make one up. I can make one up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find like, you know, one of the, my big beefs about, I don't really think that much about the baldness. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I don't feel paralyzed by it or I don't long for the hair or, you know, or entertain like the plugs or different ways to have hair. I'm sort well, of, you, you do have a great shape head i will say that thank you for baldness thank like you. that is there when i was starting to bald i would scrutinize people's the shape of their heads and stuff yeah and i found like a ridge that i have in my my skull you know when you're the place of your skull come together when you're a child yeah there's yeah. like mine mine are weird yours were like two tectonic plates that created a little mountain range in i've the got a little head. i've got like the start of a little unicorn <laughs> horn like at a certain angle a certain lighting you're like why is he have like a little like a little mountain coming out maybe of you're head? a new species of human you're like <laughs> we're evolving, evolving into unicorn creatures and you're yeah. like, well, the first the hair involved into a greater being <laughs> but like my big baldness beef is like when you hit your head like 
it, when you're in oh, like yeah. the garage and you like stand up and you whack your head on something or yep. then you've got like a huge welt like on yeah. your bald head and there's yep. no way around it. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. 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 That's when you put the hat on. <laughs> Cover it up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So did you ever have uh, uh, you, you just shaved it? Have you ever sort of let it go? Because I have a little bit more of a shaggy ring, especially now, like you know, during the yeah. pandemic, I just yeah, don't do anything. During, well, you can see it; it's kind of grows in. You can see like on the side. It's yeah. kind of like there's <clears> stuff there, but the pattern that it grows in is very unappealing. <laughs> like, I'm glad during, that, I'm glad you brought. Yeah, I have a like I have a lopsided balding pattern going on, like on the top part. There's like a little weird kind of like part of it feels like it's still grabbing onto the top, and then the other side feels like it's lost. <laughs> it's, it's trying to climb up. Yeah, yeah. he's trying to reach his brothers, and they're falling <laughs> off the side. Yeah, like this one is like retreating like back, and then there's like weird things that go forward, and some of it's gray. So yeah, I mean during the pandemic, like I just would let stuff grow because it didn't. I let it grow until I just have to shave it off again because yeah. I don't have to present myself to anyone. And then, you know, I guess, you know, being bald, it's nice to grow the facial hair. And mm -hmm. what I've been doing with that is that I let it grow in really thick and then I'll audition a new type of mustache. <laughs> oh, you rotate mustaches. Do you? Yeah, have, I'm going like, to send... What, what, what's the range of, of looks you've had? Well, I, you know, I tried like a, a classic kind of like Super Mario mustache for mm -hmm. a while. Uh and then when no one in the house, I sort of auditioned it for my family. And then when no one what liked that, I kind of quickly kind of pivoted to more of a Hitler mustache. Oh, that's a smart move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. During but a pandemic, was, you finally can. Yeah. <laughs> and I caught so much shit for the, for the Hitler mustache. That's shocking. Yeah. You know, my grandfather, who was a Russian immigrant, he had that in the 1920s. He had that, must, that type of mustache. Yeah, how but many people I, were bummed out that, like, Hitler co-opted that? Because it was, uh, you know, you would see old, you know, you just see sort of, like, citizens walking around. And you're like, oh, what, why? But he took it. Charlie, I'm sending you my most successful mustache. I just emailed it to you. But, okay, uh, yeah, cool. I feel like Hitler, like, ruined that mustache for everyone. Really. Amongst other things, in Amongst my view. Amongst other things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. stepping like, you can't comfortably you can't do that. Step. Oh God! He, he took that wonderful, you know, insignia that the the Indian. Oh, that's uh, right. He took the that Indian peace symbol. Ruined. Everyone's like, oh, like one. you spray paint one of those on a wall, everyone <laughs> yeah. gets all uptight about it. Yeah, even if you write the explanation underneath. Yeah. About, okay. Historically, this is something else. <laughs> they don't take time to read it. They just see it again. No, they just you know, very reactionary. <laughs> they just jump all over it. I don't know. We're doing a lot of picture showing in a um, auditory medium. Yeah, hold but, it up yeah. to the mic. It's fine. <laughs> they can It'll see it through the microphone. Here's. Here's Bernstein in a hat I bought him. Oh, that's a good. <laughs> so <laughs> when we were shooting Weird City, I had this hat I bought in New Orleans. Um, hey, guys, by the way, it's a, it's a Hitler hat. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost it's, it looks I mean, like it a mega hat. Yeah, it does look it's like a mega hat. So I had this hat, not not that hat that you saw in the picture, but I had this hat for from a restaurant in New Orleans called Turkey and the Wolf. And I would, you know, as a bald dude outside shooting in the sun, I had to wear a hat all the time. And Adam would always be like, I want one of those hats. So I went back to New Orleans later on and he was like, I think I text was texting with him or something. And he knew I was in New Orleans. He was like, oh, get me a turkey and a wolf hat. And so I went to turkey and the wolf and the only one they had was that bright red one. <laughs> and it was like right at the height of like the mega movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to UPS yeah. to mail it. 
gave it to the UPS guy, and I was like, it's not what you think. <laughs> Read the front. It's a restaurant in New York. I get oh. a lot of looks when I wear the hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get a lot of looks. That's but also, like, Charlie, my, something. my dream was to, was to show up on set with an identical hat without telling you. Yes, that would have like, been hilarious. And I had actually called the turkey and the wolf, and they were like, we don't sell them over, you know, we don't mail order them. Oh. That was it. Mm. But um, thank you. I still, I still thank you for the hat. No problem. Hey, I, I want to go back to the the question we asked that you expertly dodged about um, commercial discussions and, and uh, yeah. actors and stuff because it's Charlie and I both know as actors like or and I've I've done casting too. You kind of it, it's unavoidable that you get into the the talk about how they look, how they look in relation to someone else, you know, when you're kind of building the the cast and the image of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. For me, like, I just, I would have those conversations and I would just feel, it, it bummed me out. It bummed me out that it had, that it did get reduced to that. But then at the same time, you are story building. So if you were like a writer, you would, you would have a physical idea of a character in mind that would communicate something. Is that... As a director, do you sort of defer to what the writers and producers say, or is that like a group decision? Um, In terms of what people look like, or how yeah, or how it kind well, of fits together, or or is it sort of like this guy is so great, but it just doesn't make sense physically? The baldness, like the bald, this guy's great. If it is baldness, bald. you know, but just yeah. you know, because you know, we kind of get on on the podcast. We talk about just people's perceptions of one another and what yeah. uh, what it signifies. Well, I mean. It's an interesting question because it what I, I've run into sometimes casting projects is that, you know, you're casting pilots or other types of projects and there's always like a large, pretty large group of people involved in the decision-making process. And one sort of, you know, trap that I can, I, I've often seen projects fall into is that they they're kind of going for their favorite actor in every category, mm-hmm. but then they don't think about how everyone looks together. And then a couple of times I've been on projects where they've gone for their favorite actor without thinking about who they've already cast. And then they end up with a couple actors that look insanely similar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then they start doing all these weird gymnastics yeah. to like make, try to make one guy look different from the person he looks too much like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because like, if they go and, after all like down the line good looking guys, everybody's gonna well, look a little similar. Yeah, I mean that's that's like a you know the most frequently encountered problem is that everyone gets cast like too good looking to begin with, and you look at like some of the best things ever, and people aren't good looking at all. Yeah, right? I, I so I, I feel like I feel like with cable, we're edging towards what seventies casting was like. You know what I mean? I just feel like 70s casting is like, that guy looks, that guy is great. I see him on the street. I'm going to put him in the movie or, you know, whatever. Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. (laughs) Elliot Gould was like the biggest box office star in the world. Yeah. Yeah, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. Like a big. George Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Bald. Bald. Richard Dreyfuss. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not bald yet. Maybe bald. Dustin Dustin Hoffman. Guys. (laughs) But but the other horrible, horrible thing about, about pilots that I encountered a couple times is that when the the people, the deciders, the group begin to get kind of nervous about someone, they start changing their hair a lot. Mm-hmm. Have you guys encountered, talked about this? Like they start auditioning like different hairstyles, 
you know, and that's when you know that that actor could be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, they start being like, maybe it'll work right if they have a mohawk or if they have it swooped over or if they right. have it long. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you just don't like the choice and you're hoping magically you'll change the hair and it'll be but a different the hair. So that's, I think that's like out of the gate, one big advantage of being bald. Yeah. Like they're not going to fuck with your hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I they literally can't. They literally can't. can't. Unless they go down the commercial route and slap a wig on. Put the wig on. And like then they start they messing the wig around. Maybe if we turn the wig another direction, it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we put two wigs on. <laughs> yeah, we'll put a third wig on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a really weird part of making Weird City was like, it. Uh, you do feel like you're dehumanizing, or at least I did. I felt kind of guilty of like the sort of dehumanized conversations you'd have to, we'd have to have about casting someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got, I mean, in Weird City, what were there, like 17 executives or something? <laughs> there were yeah. so many people that had to chime in on every single choice and there was an algorithm charlie and i every time we had an idea of someone to cast they'd have to put it through an algorithm yes this is we're, we're not serious? making this up yes yeah. they, had, they had a guy whose job was he he had a youtube algorithm Ooh. that somehow we could we could never see the machine they never gave us like hard data we just had to trust this guy i love it it was like this gigantic night like it, 60s looking computer. <laughs> it's like, crank punch it, card. it was like a punch card computer. Yeah. <laughs> Here is your data. <laughs> but we'd be like, and it would be like kind of famous people. Like I remember we were talking about Rob Reiner for a part. We were like, what about Rob Reiner? Yeah, you know, Danny ran him through the machine and he didn't ding it. So we can't cast him. <laughs> All the way down to like, hey, what about Brian Husky for this role? Yeah, we put him through the machine. You know, he clicked a little bit, but not enough. That's astounding. Isn't that crazy? That is disheartening <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> oh. I mean, I feel like that's sort of like what the Netflix m- model is. You know, I mean, that every show lives and dies by the algorithm on there, which is yeah. – it is, it is the same thing as YouTube. You know, they're just like, well, if it rises to the top, you've made it. If not, no yep. one ever knows you tried. <laughs> so I worked on a project last year, uh, that Fosse Verdon thing that was on FX, yeah. and Sam Rockwell – had to be bald for the part. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't shave his head because Fosse was bald because they needed to shoot flashbacks like later in the season right. without enough time for his hair to grow back. So they didn't want to shave his head. They didn't want to make him actually bald. Mm-hmm. So the poor guy had to be like in the trailer for like four hours in the morning, like getting like the you know, the fake the latex thing. And they had to build like the wispy hair around the side. Wow. I mean, That's yeah. Cause that, 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 that makeup job was astounding. Like that hair yeah. piece was, was amazing. That show that you, I mean, you killed it. That was, that was one of my favorite things. Last I'll year. take credit uh, for anything you liked. In it, yeah. 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 Oh, well, you know, <laughs> you know, we are, one thing I do take credit for is our amazing transitions. So this transitions to a breaking bad question yes. so i i i track that on breaking bad when uh walter white basically becomes eisenberg he shaves his head and this commute this is sort of like goes back to a uh long-standing i guess rule of thumb of like villains are bald villains have like no hair villains are just sort of sleek and evil um, yeah was there any but he was also battling cancer right it was that what he was, he was battling cancer in the show or what yeah what was, what was yeah. the cancer was kind of lurking yeah, yeah so the whole time. i didn't know you know when that happened i i took it as like oh yeah he's he's crossed over to the dark side it's funny that 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 trope works you know 
bald is evil. Bald is weak and uh, ineffectual. <laughs> right. Uh, bald is, um, I guess, low status management. Yes. <laughs> middle, <laughs> middle management. Yeah, middle management. The annoying manager character at the yeah. big box store is bald. Yeah. And I was watching Perry Mason last night uh, without giving too much away. At one point, this big case is turned over to the worst lawyer of all of them. And he's uh, Matt Malloy, who's this wonderful oh, character actor. He's an awesome guy. He's so he's great. A friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, I was like, oh, yeah, he's he, he's, he's essentially kind of a bald punchline. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you sort of track that in 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 the various projects you've worked on? Just like what? God, it's it's such a great point. I never even thought. Yeah, I mean, we think a lot have, about yeah. this stuff. Way too much, honestly. <laughs> Super villains can be bald. Yep, often. Super villains. Yeah. yeah, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's bald. Yul Brenner in Westworld. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yep, he's bald. Bald. Um, <laughs> what other bald bad guys are there? Otto Preminger. Yeah. <laughs> bald. Evil directors. Uh, yeah, who's your favorite? Like uh, <laughs> who's your favorite bald director besides yourself, Adam? Well, Kubrick was bald, right? Um, he's bald. I guess by the end, he was balding. Yeah. Yeah. He was like Kubrick. he was like he was 70s bald. He had like yeah. enough hair. Yeah. He was kind of greasily flopping over like the top of his thing. head. Yeah, 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 like a little, there. little horn. Yeah. Him and Brian are both unicorn people. <laughs> like a hair horn. Hair horn. <laughs> he had a hair horn. <laughs> well, you got uh, John Ford was bald. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, he wears hats. He, was he wears bald hats. And, and he had an eye patch and he was bald? Yeah. 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 Like he wore, he wore um, hats he, all the time. but He was, he was like bald. a cowboy pirate. Or the, yeah. the Edge in, the, in U2, in the band U2, the Edge is bald, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what? He is a bald, he's a, a bald coward. I, I've gotten quite – I am pretty pissed off with the, anybody yeah. who's been in the public eye for whatever, 30 years and still just like, no, I just like to wear tight-knit little things on my head for no reason. It's like just oh, yeah. covers it up. He's yeah. Yeah. Step into the light, my man. It's crazy. That's an irresponsible use of his platform. I Bono think. doesn't know he's bald. If he found out, he'd kick him out of the band. <laughs> he's never known this whole time because he's, he's always known. had the beanie on. He's like, I assume he just gets cold. He's wearing that thing on his head. Talking bald, yeah. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Football is back. And the best bet you can make is downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It doesn't matter if you're new to gambling or an old pro. FanDuel has something for everyone. And as an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you know your bets are safe. There's also never been a better time to use FanDuel. Because right now, you'll get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. You can even turn a small wager into a big payday with a same-game parlay bet. Just sign up with the promo code SPOTIFY to place your first bet risk-free on FanDuel Sportsbook. Download FanDuel today. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Strawberry Spring, based on a short story by Stephen King. Is someone there? I can't see you through the fog. Oh, it's you, thank God. Oh, please. No, 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 don't. Now, there was a murder on the campus of New Sharon College. Sources close to the investigation tell us that it was a female co-ed, late teens to early 20s. We'll have more...
Hello? Henry, have you heard the news? Yeah, just now on the radio. There was a murder on campus. It has all the signs. Are you telling me? We can't be sure, but as of right now, it looks like spring Jack is back. Strawberry Spring, starring Garrett Hedlund and Milo Ventimiglia. Produced by Audio Up Media and iHeartRadio. Listen to Strawberry Spring on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, it's Megan Trainer, And I'm a big bro, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're starting a podcast. It's called Working On It. And we're working on just bettering ourselves overall as human beings. Listen, you're just going to get a behind-the-scenes look at our lives. We're just regular people. Just regular people in Hollywood. <laughs> we're going for it. Episodes drop every Wednesday. And we can't wait for you to listen. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts. And it's easy to see why. Listen to Working On It on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Only on Bald Talk. Have you guys outed people as being bald on the show? No. No, we, we have not outed. Oh, that's a good uh, topic, though. Yeah. Have you worked with, and I, I require you to name names, have you worked with an actor <laughs> that viewers don't know is bald because he wears a hairpiece? Has that happened to you at all? Wow. It's, I can't. I'm going to have to think on it. I wish I had done homework. I mean, that's, really okay. that, that's a question for a, a secretly bald. I worked on a movie where the <laughs> where the producer like was obviously wearing like he had a tube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a tube, and he would never cop to it. Oh, yeah. that's funny. And, and we all spent a lot of time discussing the tube. <laughs> and then finally, like at the very end, at the rap party, the assistant director like went up and he's like. What is that thing on oh, your no. head? Oh my god! <laughs> I guess it, the job was over. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> was he emboldened by by liquor or something to do that, or was it exactly? Just like, yeah, <laughs> he just let loose. He had to know. It had I mean, it, to make that choice. Like, you have to know that you just leave a wave of you know like quiet conversations yeah, totally. behind you when you leave the room. It. Yeah, In, unless you really do believe, like man, I am gaming the system. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> now apparently. Our president, I've been instructed, there's this great set of instructions where you're not supposed to say his name because that just empowers him. Our president had surgery to, there was like a bald, you know, stretch and he had it removed and then cinched together. Whoa. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there was the forehead and there was the back and he had the middle cut out and then stretched back. And apparently that surgery is like super painful. So that when he got into that whole thing where he beat up Marla Maples. Uh-huh. I don't even remember that. You know the whole thing? Like Marla Maples was like the second wife. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And he beat her up. Oh, my God. No, I forgot about that. And, and, and that was because he was in incredible pain because of the scalp surgery. <laughs> and she had been mocking him. <laughs> so he beat her up. Wow. But now he's got like something really complicated going on. It's very complicated. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And apparently no one touches his hair. He's the only one allowed to touch the hair. And if you go on the internet, there's like some very detailed, like it's like a five-step process. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> where it's like forward and then flip Loop it back, back to yep. create the front shelf. And then each side going back and then something coming back for, I don't know. It's like a five step, like if you really analyze it, it's pretty wow. intricate. If a photo of that undone version could leak out, I feel like it could sort of change the direction oh, of the great. election in a big way. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know if I want to see like, it. It feels yeah. like every time the bomb drops, you think like, okay, this is I it. Know, I know. And it never is it. <laughs> no. 
No. The thing came out last night. He had like the American ambassador to England lean on, try to get the British Open brought to his golf course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God! He actually had the the American ambassador, you know, start working behind the scenes to bring the British Open to a Trump course because they were oh losing God. money. Wow! Well, I said the word. Oh no! Oh yeah, That's yeah. I didn't know power. which president you were talking about until then. So I'm glad you. Clarified. I was thinking Lincoln. And yeah. under any normal circumstances, that would be just that would be like he'd be that done. That would be right? enough. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Going back to like the surgery thing, just when you were describing that. The need to kind of put yourself through that kind of Frankenstein surgery, I would, I, it's just not worth it to me. But it's fascinating to me that it is worth it to some people that they will be like, "Yeah, you can, you can yeah, hack off half my head, <laughs> hack up where my brain is, and just <laughs> you know, make me look good." I mean, even just Rogaine, which we do want as a sponsor, we'll edit oh, this out if we need to. Great product. I if mean, you need it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but the side effects are nuts. I'm like, I can't believe people even try it. Yeah, I mean, it would, uh, yeah. If you're going bald now, I do think you have a lot more options as far as like more options, a little yeah. bit safer. But uh, I'm just lazy. Like the maintenance involved, you know, yeah. bathing is hard hard for me. So, <laughs> but do you feel like I don't feel like baldness is like stigmatized anymore. It's not, which is not great for our podcast. But we're trying. <laughs> to- <laughs> also, like you know, I'm just saying I don't, you know. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm just going to say, like, sometimes I meet someone my age, they got a full head of hair, and I'm like, they can't be too bright. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be very smart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't want to insult people who are hair-abled. No, but, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. the science does support the, the more intelligence you have, the more heat your brain gives off. Exactly. And so you're it doing more processing, and it melts yeah. off the, you know. <laughs> Because our hair is held uh, under our scalp by wax. Every every one of those hairs is a thought that person could have had, but it grew out as a hair instead. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but we also, science is supporting that if you drink celery soda, it'll grow it all back. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's, true. That, that's proven. Yeah. So you get dumber. The more celery soda you drink, the dumber you get. It's just like a 60-year arc before <laughs> before it starts <laughs> even sprout again. Yeah. Yeah. How how bald is Paul Giamatti? You work with him quite a bit. He's like balding, I guess. Yeah, I think like he's a classic kind he's of got a classic back balding. Have you guys talked about baldness at all on set on the set of billions? <laughs> I ha- I haven't shared I haven't shared my thoughts about baldness. Paul Giamatti is from my hometown. Oh no way. He, his father was my father's boss. Oh, nice. Whoa, that's crazy. Wow. Doing yeah. what? Well, my father was a professor, and his father was the president of the university. Oh, wow. So I was back home like a few years ago, and there was a part of town near one of the hospitals where they had flags to all like the most favorite native sons of New Haven, Connecticut. And Jamadi has, Paul Jamadi has a flag. Whoa. It was like Nathan Hale and like Eli Whitney, Paul Giamatti. And I came into work and I was like, dude, I'm so pissed that you have a flag. <laughs> like, what are my chances of getting a flag? Like zero. Oh, yeah, yeah, where's your I'm flag? I'm not going to get one. I'm not going to get a flag. Don't they know you directed Weird City? I know. <laughs> I, can I say something? I feel like you're plugging Weird City on this podcast a lot. I just started to notice it maybe. I don't know. Do I bring it up a lot? <laughs> Do you think Weird City's being discussed? 
Yeah, I mean, when I worked with Charlie in Weird City, I didn't oh, see, there think again. he would mention Weird City so much on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, it makes me think of like if I had something like Mr. Neighbor's House or Mr. Neighbor's House 2 on Adult Swim, which is still available on their website and on their YouTube <laughs> channel, um, I would bring it up. But I, I think, uh, you know, the focus is on baldness, so I don't know how it relates yeah. to it. But it, I will say this. I, as an actor, did not change my appearance, but I embraced my baldness on that project. So Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about being bald, the creator of Weird City was bald. Me. Yeah. And on Weird City, we had two bald people, bald director and a bald uh, executive producer. Mm-hmm. On Weird City, which is available on YouTube for free, you can just <laughs> jump right on there and view it. So, you know, there's wow. that too. But you said YouTube, right? Because that, that's also where Mr. Neighbor's House and Mr. Neighbor's House 2 is available on, on YouTube. Um, it is? It's on YouTube where Weird City is? Yeah. Uh, oh. YouTube where Mr. Neighbor's House and Neighbor's House Weird City. Weird City. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? Says- Actually, th- real fast. Charlie, do you want to be my guest on Bald Talk one time? And we could talk about uh, your project and then I could be your guest uh, for another <laughs> Oh, we episode. interview each other? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. When we, when we run out of bald people, we'll do that. <laughs> We're supposed to do like 200 episodes of this yeah. or something. Yeah, so. we, need to, bald we, talk? Need, yeah <laughs> we need to put some stuff in the water to kind of generate some. <laughs> we need like, to create. Are you going to get like Dick Cheney? Oh God! Fingers crossed. Oh, that's our white whale. We yeah, love we to. Have, we have a dream list. Carl Rove. Like, you know, Carl Rove. Yeah. Yep, he's he's a baldy. Yeah. The um, Surgeon General. That guy's super bald. Yep, that dude's bald. That yeah, would be a good get. The CDC director. Wonderfully yep, bald. bald. Yeah, yeah, and great beard um, too. I love that killer yeah. beard. Adam, do you know Sir Patrick Stewart at all from working? I never met him. Okay. Super bald, right? I was going to ask you to put in a word with him for us. <laughs> yeah, he's mega Bing bald. Mega bald. <laughs> Adam, if you could have the hair of any hair-having actor you've worked with, whose hair yeah. would you have? I don't know. I think, like, the best hair you can have is, like, Kennedy hair, right? Yeah. it's pretty good like, hair. The Kennedys had, like, this, like, really thick shock of hair, right? Yeah. The, yep. the new Kennedy, the red-haired kid that's a congressman, I forget where, has a... Has, a, has Kennedy hair. Has Kennedy hair, but it's bright red. Yeah. Are there any Kennedys who are bald? And I'd be interested to see how they did, you know. No, there's they were no, zero ch- no, there's zero chance of any bald Kennedys. <laughs> no, they're born. They're actually born with that hair. They yeah. can yeah. actually grow it. Or if they sense that they're not going to have hair, they just, just get rid or, of it. Okay, if I had hair, I would want to have like one of those crazy hairlines that's like super low. <laughs> really? Like if you're like Sicilian or something. Like a hair, like like a hairline that's here. Yeah. But you notice, like sometimes people that have like abnormally thick, low hairlines, they shave, they their, shave hair. their yeah forehead. I right. talked so about that. You, yeah. That's so you get like a stubbly forehead. Yeah, I. I that's so funny that you would because you you're basically embracing like the 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 worst version of having hair yeah. as an option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're choosing to have. Because I saw bald. I saw a dude in New York one time when I lived there that was that way. And I was, you know, I was in the thick of my, my balding process. And I was like, well, thank God that's not happening to me. Because he just, <laughs> he had like half an inch of forehead. It was just, you know, or, or yeah. you know, it just looked crazy. I mean, he, those people actually have something called like encroaching hairline where right. it gets closer and closer to the eyebrows. <laughs> It's the opposite of being bald. It's the opposite. <laughs> Science hasn't been able to combine these and just give everybody normal hair. Yeah. I got a question for you. Your son, Carlo, he's probably like 20 now or something like that. Right? 19. 19. Got a nice head of hair. Is he's got a great head of hair. Is baldness in his future? Have you talked to him about I really it? Think, I, I really think not. I'm going to say in Carlo's case, is he, he looks a bit like 
um, Jessica's dad, her uh-huh. late father, and he had great head of hair. Mm. Okay. His whole life. So you're hoping Carlo got those, those those hair genes. That's what I'm thinking. Is that something that shows up on 23andMe? You know what I mean? Or one of these Ancestry.com things? They, and- I did Ancestry.com, and they. Uh, by the way, I got the most boring result in the entire world. I'm English, Scottish, Irish, and Welsh. Yeah, and that's it. I was all UK. <laughs> yeah, I'm all British UK. Isles. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they ask you weird questions. Like they ask if you have a second toenail. What? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Okay, we might have to edit this out because she might not want me to tell you this, but Camille realized she had a second toenail. Just from doing Ancestry, she was like, I always thought it was like a ridge of skin, Where but it's is actually it? a second toenail on your is pinky it, toe. Is it below the other toe? Is it a backup toenail? To right no, next like, to it? It's like next to it. Yeah. So it's like and a little sidecar toenail? Yeah, it's a sidecar toenail. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's hair. a genetic thing. I think like those services, they ask you all these questions about where people are from in your family. So it's almost like they're cribbing it when you get the results. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. <laughs> it's, like a, do it's like a the bad regular psychic. <laughs> but yeah, I think baldness, like they, the only thing they were accurate is that they accurately predicted any malady that was in my family they knew about. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Yeah, but baldness was not listed that among wasn't the, the different maladies. <laughs> There's got to be, someone has to be marketing like an explicitly bald tracing, you know, DNA well, thing I think right the now. next level is like, a couple that's expecting they could do a test on the unborn child and then terminate the pregnancy of baldness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> or do some gene splicing to make sure that hair gets there. Make sure there. it doesn't happen. Yeah, and those people are there. They are out there. <laughs> <laughs> they are horrible, and I don't want to meet them. That's crazy. talk. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today. You might know me from the seven years I spent as a cast member on Saturday Night Live. And since then, I've gone on to star in some of your favorite TV shows and films. And trust me, they're your favorite. Favorite? Okay, Jonah, please be cool. And I'm a longtime music journalist with a fairly niche but very dedicated audience in the punk scene. So, Alt, in our new podcast, How Did We Get Weird? We'll talk about our favorite snacks, shows, and obsessions from growing up up with some of our favorite friends, including comedians, musicians, and other A-list celebrities we want to brag that we're friends with. Wow, Vanessa, you're friends with Minnie Driver? Uh, yeah, JK, but she is very cool. We'll have fun and ultimately heartwarming discussions about our formative years and recall some unforgettable memories along the way. Like the time the Jewish Federation called our house during dinner and our dad told them we had converted before hanging up on them. Listen to How Did We Get Weird starting on September 27th from Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network, available on the iHeartRadio radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Jonah, that's your birthday, September 27th. Yeah, that's my birthday. You got to listen. Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, the host of the Good Risings podcast, Spoonful of Spirituality. Good Risings is a collection of six mini shows curated to give you a daily shot of inspiration, motivation, humor, relationship advice, and even astrology. You can curate your own morning routine by listening to one or all of the Daily Good Risings offerings available in our feed. It's the perfect daily practice for anyone looking to lead a more intentional, mindful, and inspired life. For only a few minutes every morning, I will help you release your anxieties, negativity, and limiting beliefs with a positive dose of enlightenment and mindfulness drawn from the most influential spiritual leaders. Listen to Good Risings on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's going on, everyone? This is Monica Jones. And Meg Boggs. And we're the new hosts of UA Sweat the Details, the podcast from Under Armour and iHeartRadio. It's a show for women by women aimed to spotlight leading voices in today's fitness industry with science-focused conversations about sport and women's bodies. That's right, Meg. And we have some exciting news to share. UA Sweat the Details is coming back for a brand new season. This season, we're bringing you more great conversations with trailblazers and experts who will help us better understand the science of sport and will give us the tools to work more efficiently with our bodies and in ways that will encourage lifelong fitness. I'm the yes kind of trainer. I incorporate affirmations in my workouts to remind women to love themselves along the journey, not just when they get to the, well, there is no final destination. It's a journey. Listen to You Waste Sweat the Details on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talking bald, yeah! Um, Adam, this has nothing to do with being bald, but I just want to throw it out there. Yeah. You're in Glendale, okay, California. You have to get to Bob Hope Burbank Airport. What route do you take? <laughs> That's interesting, Charlie, because a lot of people would be like, Oh, I'm just going to get on the 135 East. It's going to like easy peasy to the five. But no, that's not how you do it, really. Okay, so I'm in Glendale, right? Yeah. I am going to go deep into the valley, like probably like beyond Burbank Boulevard to like one of those really deep east-west arteries. Uh And then I'm going to take that across, Uh right? Till I get to the 405. I hop on the 405. Boom. Uh-huh. I take that down to like the 10, right? Uh-huh. Then across the bottom, Wait, I'd like to do the a... 10 okay. and then like maybe hop off the 10 somewhere around USC. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Do surface. I just kind of do surface and I just kind of feel it out. Okay. Yeah. Go up Vermont right? or something unassisted, like that. <laughs> unassisted on the surface. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I'll like, and then I'll find my way to like the 605. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That's a good that one. one. Yeah. Up to 10 back yep. and boom. There you it puts are. Me right there, Bob Hope right? Airport. Bob Hope. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a good route to the airport. That's smart. That's a, yeah, a city circular. That's smart. Well, it's, ca- it's counterintuitive because everyone is trying to like play the same game. You know? yep. Yeah. Their everybody's doing the ways, their Google Maps. I just try to be outside the box on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good route. I like it. Well, this also has nothing to do with um, baldness. Uh, you directed a Bare Naked Ladies video, I heard. Yes. Is there, are they, their music is garbage. It, was that hard? <laughs> Working with a garbage band that makes <laughs> crap music. <laughs> they were such nice guys. <laughs> what? Nothing to do with it. I'm sure they're wonderful people. Sure they're I, wonderful. I like the bare naked lady. <laughs> they're such good guys. I know. I have such a. I didn't have. I didn't have. Ne- I'll be honest. I didn't have negative feelings about their music. But yeah. they're Canadians. They're so nice. Yeah. Oh, they're can- see that makes sense that they're Canadians. I don't know. Yeah. There's something. There's a. There's an intersection between very whiteness and kind of funky, funky rock that just makes me crazy. And they, anytime they're sort of pseudo rapping in, in, right. in song, it just like, I, it, it hurts my heart. That's your like least favorite genre. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it makes me, it makes me feel as uncomfortable as I feel when someone sings directly to me. You know, <laughs> it just feels like I'm having to sit through this experience and be like, ah, okay. Well, like, what do you do when someone's singing directly to you? Do you look at them? Do you make eye contact or do you look away? I make intense searing eye contact the whole time. 
<laughs> I reach out and I see how much I can put my hand in their mouth in between <laughs> words while they're singing. Just kind of time it out. <laughs> That's how I handle it. Now, Brian, I want you to know you're talking shit about the Bare Naked Ladies. One fourth of the Bare Naked Ladies is a bald guy. You know what? Love to have him on. It would be great to have a, <laughs> a, a, an honest <laughs> discussion. Open invitation. Right <laughs> <laughs> what if he got, came on and just sang directly to you over the Zoom? <laughs> I would just click off my video. Broken to the old apartment. <laughs> this is where we used to live. But you have a, a – go I just I watched Hey Ladies this morning in anticipation of of this interview, the Beastie Boys video. Um, I love that one. I love it. That album itself is just amazing. Did you when yeah. when they approached you? Did you had it been out for a while? The album had, uh, or do they just give you like here's a song that we think will be the hit for it? We need to shoot a video for it. How do, how does that work within the music well, business? I mean, music videos kind of come up in different ways. Sometimes you audition for the job, or sometimes they approach you to do it, and then you know they just want you to do it, and then you cook up an idea. And that one. I got a call saying the Beastie Boys, you know, want to work with you on a music video. Can you come out and meet them? Mm -hmm. And I was, I was on vacation. So I ended up in Los Angeles and they said, well, we're going to meet with the Beastie Boys and all the executives from Capitol Records. There used to be a restaurant on La Brea called City Restaurant. So I show up and there's like maybe half a dozen Capitol Records executives and we're at the table and it's like 45 minutes go by and the Beastie Boys have not shown up. Classic. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, like someone's looking towards the front door and they're standing, the BC boys are standing in the front, the front door of the restaurant, but they're not coming in. And, and they, they look at me and they sort of point at me and I look back at the executives and the executives are like, go, just go talk to them. So I walk up to the front of the restaurant and they're like, we're not eating here. Get in the car. <laughs> and they just like left, like I just left with that. They just left all the executives sitting in the restaurant Amazing. and they took me to Benihana. <laughs> and then, so we ate at Benihana and then they said, well, we want to kind of like look at some stuff and talk about the idea. Like, they weren't fully committed to doing the, the video with me. And so I spent, I think, at least five days going to uh, Adam Horowitz's house on Stanley in West Hollywood every day. And we would watch 70s movies, especially mm. the Rudy Ray Moore movies, the Dolomite movies, right. for about six or seven hours a day while they smoked enormous amounts of pot and ash. Mm -hmm. And that went on for like, and, and then it was only punctuated by a trip around halfway, around midday every day, they would want to go to Chalet Gourmet, which was like this on Sunset. I don't know if you remember it. It was uh -oh. like a high-end deli on Sunset. Um, and they would go to Chalet Gourmet with a shopping cart and buy like two or $300 worth of snacks <laughs> and then bring it back to the house and continue. And then at one point, one of the guys took a hit off his pipe and he, and he, and he started coughing and swearing. And he was like, someone left crack in my hash pipe. <laughs> uh, um, I love his reaction. It's just distaste. Like, Oh, disgusted. <laughs> oh I just shot heroin. Who put this in me? <laughs> Guys. Wow. So, so finally, after the five days, I was like, look, like I would love to do, you know, I sort of, I, I feel like we watched a lot of stuff and they, so they agreed to move ahead. And so that video, it's like every, practically every shot, every scene in that video is some kind of Lifted. homage or reference yeah. to something from a 70s movie. It's, it's, 
it's well, great. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's also good to, I'm sorry, it's like, it's good to know sort of the journey that led to it. Like the amount of, the amount of <laughs> man hours you had to put in. Uh, Five days of <laughs> avoiding smoking crack. <laughs> yeah. Watching other people smoke pot. And yeah. <laughs> Did they share the snacks with you? Yeah, I had I had some of the snacks. Okay, that's good. There's nothing more boring than hanging out with a bunch of stone people when you're not stone. It's just like <laughs> yeah. you're just like, yeah, it's not that interesting. That's <laughs> me no, all the it's time. Not. Yeah, and I that's can't smoke pot I can't smoke pot because I can't even speak if I smoke pot. <laughs> yeah, but two of those guys are named Adam. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. were named Adam, and and so they called me Wetburn. Why? <laughs> that was their name for me. Was Wetburn? I don't know. <laughs> they were high when it came up with it. They're they're high. You know what you are, man? Wet burn. You know why? Why am I talking like this, man? This is my now I'm teaching John. <laughs> oh, God, crack. And let me say, I'm just trying to sort of circle it back. At one point, was it Ad Rocks? One of them shaved their head almost to a bald level. Well, all of them have. They all of them did for yeah, a while. Yeah. yeah. In the check your head days. So, and that is probably why you knew to work with them because there would be that bald connection, right? Yeah, I, I, I felt the affinity immediately. Were, were you bald when you did Hey Ladies? That was probably pre-bald for you, right? Pre-baldness. Mm. So you didn't inspire them to shave their heads? No, I don't think so. It was, yeah, that was that was pre-bald. Them shaving their heads inspired you to go bald. Yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you guys, speaking of Dolomite, did you guys see Dolomite is my name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that good. was so good. So good. Yeah. So good. Well, well I, I don't know, Charlie. We do have to work on our sort of exit strategy. Yeah, we, we need to yeah. work on transitions, exits, looping it around. I think the transitions <laughs> are solid. I, uh, I, I really, they're so how subtle. Do you, guys, do you guys edit? Like, how does the ball talk? Like, you take the whole interview and then do you shape it into like a... Well, we don't want to give away too much, but yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... I mean, we even left in a thing where my Zoom dropped out and I was not on the podcast for like 10 minutes. Yeah, so. was, I felt very powerful, so I wanted to leave it in. I have full control <laughs> for 10 minutes. Nice. All he did was talk about <laughs> Weird City. It's <is> so annoying. <laughs> well, here's a weird thing about Weird City since you brought it up. <laughs> the theme song for our podcast w- was written and performed by a band called Secret American, a band from which we used a song for Weird City when Ed O'Neill and Dylan O'Brien fall in love, I Want to Know. That song that plays is by them and at the end of the Oh, episode. yeah. So yeah. that same band. And then that dude, Todd, also edits our podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's we're deep, great. We're deeply interwoven. That's cool because uh, Mr. Neighbor's House, in Mr. Neighbor's House too, I wrote the theme song and uh, uh-huh. and someone <laughs> performed it. So oh. I, don't, that, I mean that – I don't see how that relates. It, it does relate because it's like you had to get someone else to do the work for you, but I'm creative enough that I was able to, to come up with a show idea and come up with a theme song for it. Um, I'll, I'll come up with a new theme song for Bald Talk right now. Okay, let's do it. Okay, it's just how did you think of that? Quick, quick note. It's a little long. It's a little long. Really, I was too short. Um, I would. Yeah, we can we can rework it. I'd like you to say talk a little bit more. Let's do this off air. Let's, let's, okay. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to. Remember. Yeah, because we're doing this live also. Um, cool. Adam Bernstein, any last thoughts on baldness before we let you head back out into your life? Um, no, I just so appreciate that you guys are doing this. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. It's really important. It is important. Yes. It's this important. is the time. We, yeah. we need yeah. this now more than ever. We, but- <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. And um, 
Yeah, and, and I'd, I'd love to go further, but I just um, I have an appointment to go watch a couple episodes of Weird City. Oh, great! Oh. Well, let's let's yeah. get you out the door then. Let's get you yeah. get you going. Huh. Yeah, it's in front of the payroll. The first two episodes free of charge, so I was just going to go watch those those first yeah. two right there on YouTube. It's really huh, easy. On oh. YouTube. I'll put in the yeah. chat a link to the uh, to Mr. Neighbor's House, Mr. Neighbor's House Two. Uh, just just in case while you're on YouTube, <laughs> if you just want to click over to that, that'd be <laughs> while you're dancing around. <laughs> Uh, Adam, this is a, a real thrill because I love I, I love your work. I've on, honestly went to to work on something that you've directed for for years, and assume that you did not cast me because you're a self loathing uh, a bald person. Yeah. But um, it yeah I love I really all your stuff has been I've always been like that guy kicks ass. So thanks for joining us very much. Absolutely, thank you, and um, I look forward to doing a scene with you and Charlie. As- where you guys are in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, that'd be fun. I'm looking forward right. to it. There we go. All right. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right, everybody out there, all you baldies and harrows that listen, please follow us on Instagram at bald talk pod. And please subscribe, download, listen, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Rejoice, baldos and harrows, for we are now on Twitter. Follow us at bald talk podcast, where we will post links to new episodes so you can download and listen. Really, guys, we're doing this for you, so from the bottom of our hearts, you're welcome. Follow us on Twitter at Bald Talk Podcast or on Instagram at Bald Talk Pod. Not podcast, just pod. We don't like the cast part. It seemed extraneous. But if we get onto LinkedIn, it's going to be Bald Talk Puh. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll see your bald heads next week. Bye. All right, bye, baldies. Bye, balds. Keep it shaggy if you need to. Someone to talk to. Brian and Charlie have a hairless party. And they are all there to invite you. No hairdos, no shampoos, interviews. River Cafe Table 4 is a brand new podcast with me, Ruthie Rogers. Each week, I invite a special guest such as Paul McCartney, Glenn Close, or Michael Caine to discuss their food memories, what they cook, the restaurants they choose, and the food they seek when comfort is needed. Years ago, it was sausage and mash. Yes. Now it's caviar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen to River Cafe Table 4 on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today. Who are extremely cool and chill, if I do say so myself. In our new podcast, How Did We Get Weird? We'll talk about our favorite snacks, shows, and obsessions from growing up with some of your favorite comedians, musicians, and other A-list celebrities. Sorry, we're major. Listen to How Did We Get Weird? starting September 27th from Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Robert Evans, and bad news, everything's kind of collapsing. Good news, collapse means we have some opportunities. Opportunities to maybe make a better world, or at least a different one. On my new show, It Could Happen Here, Monday through Friday, we'll chronicle the collapse in real time, and we'll hook you up with the people who have a vision for a better future, so that you can make the new world better than the old one. 
Listen to It Could Happen Here on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.